This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. One story every day that matters. Delve into the issues that impact you. Whether you're in need of a better understanding of the world around you or simply seeking inspiration or unique perspectives, you'll find it all here. In September this year, our follow-up investigation into a state-run boarding school for children with special needs in the Eastern Cape caused outrage among our listeners. Vulnerable children with disabilities were being left to fend for themselves by the caregivers hired to look after them. At the time, the Provincial Department of Education made promises to act against the school, and many of our listeners vowed to make a change. And so they did, putting shoulder to the wheel to help improve these children's lives. But their efforts were met with hostility. We first investigated Ikwezi Lokusa, a government special needs boarding school in Mtata in the Eastern Cape in 2018, exposing the children's horrific living conditions. They were sleeping in cold dormitories on beds made of bricks. The bathrooms were dilapidated and unsafe. We'd been invited by the school's principal as he wanted the Eastern Cape Department of Education to help the children. If you had a child with cerebral palsy, would you be happy that they came and attended the school? I would opt for another institution. That's heartbreaking. Yeah, but that, that's, that's the truth. In that first story, the Provincial Department of Education committed to fixing the problems, but never did. Then, in September this year, we returned to Ikwezi Lokusa, but this time, the staff refused to let us film. They said, we must wait in the box, but you can go around if we want to the so we used our cell phones to capture undercover footage. So disturbing was what we saw that it seemed to us a gross violation of human rights. Vulnerable, mentally and physically disabled children dragging themselves naked across cold cement floors. Children forced to take care of other children. Horrified, we tried to find someone in charge. Unaware that we were filming, a supervisor told us that our presence wouldn't affect how the school operated. Oh, Six. no, that is just my report. My, that is just my report. You are not going to change us. We are, not, we are, not, we are here working for Cataplante. We are going to stay. We returned unannounced the next day to find no one looking after over 26 to 12-year-olds. In fact, there wasn't a care worker in sight for the close to 200 special needs children at Ikwezi Lokusa. We wanted answers from the school's new principal. Sorry, principal, before you go into the class, we need to ask you about why the kids are being left alone now. Please, ma'am, I just need a moment of your time. We later confronted the head of Department for Inclusive Education in the Eastern Cape, Simon Napai, showing him what we'd seen at Ikwezi Lokusa. 
Let's look at how they're living, sir. Look at these videos of what we saw there. These children are crawling around naked inside the facility. Who gave you access there? Are you concerned about the condition of the children or the fact that we have these videos? No, I'm concerned about both. After that story aired, we were inundated with messages from viewers and civic organizations wanting to help the children. Among them was Rosanne Marais, a Bloemfontein estate agent who watched the insert repeatedly. Look, I must be frank. One watches many of these stories and wonders if you can make a difference. But where do you begin? I never thought I would get so far that we would end up here, that we would get the beds, that we would get the transport. Everything just fell into place. Rosanne, together with viewers from across the country, collected 200 mattresses, 200 pillows, toys, paints, clothes and toiletries and arranged a truck big enough to transport it all from Bloemfontein to Mtata. But what was the most nerve-wracking moment when you were organizing all of this? On the 19th of last month, we arrived in Mtata with Roseanne, a team of volunteers, and a truck full of donations. We planned to meet a delegation from the Eastern Cape Department of Education and their spokesperson, Malibongwe Mtima. It had taken weeks of planning, but the challenges were far from over. Okay, so we've arrived at Ikwezilokusa, and the truck's been on the road for a full day, and now they're struggling to open the gates. All to the departmental officials, maybe one of them can come again. Despite Rosanne arranging for the gate to be open, we were now being told it wasn't possible. Ask them if we can't cut the chain and replace it once we've come in. Eventually, we were asked to move to a second gate. But that too was locked, and the school security guards refused to let us in. They know we're coming. Last time we came to this gate, we were able to go in and out freely in the middle of the night during the day with no questions asked. After a while, Ikwezi Lokusa's deputy principal arrived. How are you? I'm well, thanks. So there's no way we could lift these power lines and just go. Well, you see, you see it here, sir. You see that there's no way that the truck can pass through. And this isn't the only power line. So nearly two hours since arriving, we were again being told to wait. We tried the Provincial Department of Education spokesperson, Mtima. This way, please. Thank you. He kept insisting someone was coming for us before dropping the line. We repeatedly tried to call him back, but he never answered. Welcome to voicemail. The team of volunteers was growing anxious as the driver could no longer be delayed. 
So, after being told the departmental delegation was waiting for us at yet another gate, we attempted to get there by navigating overhead power cables. Whoa, 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 whoa! Let's just continue. Unbelievably, the third gate was also locked. Mr. Mtima, it's Govind from, from Card Blanche. No, I'm, I've, I've sent people to attend to you. The deputy principal made another appearance, but having apparently been sent to help us, he departed soon after, locking the gate behind him. So where, are you going to let us in, sir? Yeah, we're going to call the department to come and talk to you. Aren't you with the department? You're not with the department. Please, can you call Mr. Mtima? They resent the fact that we've exposed what's happening here. That's what's going on. Having arrived at Ikwezi Lokusa around 8.30 that morning, we were eventually let in after midday. As the unloading began, we went in search of Mtima, who'd been inside the school the entire time. We never intentionally delayed your truck. We called you, Mr. Mtima, and you hung the phone up on us. No, we no. tried to call you back three more times. You didn't answer our call. Like, like and then you we, said you would send someone to us. This, this commotion to us proved that these people, are, uh, the, the, the colleagues that are here, are not towing the line. Why did they say why they didn't do that? They could not explain themselves. That's why we are saying there's going to be a legal recourse that is going, that is going to be taken because we can't, we can't afford this. Meanwhile, a far better story was unfolding outside. A seemingly endless stream of donations was being unloaded from the truck. Like, this is really, really impressive. This is all from one episode about the conditions at Ikwezi Lokusa. Having worked so hard to make this moment happen, the stress was taking its toll on Rosan. I'm sorry. It's, quite, it's not your fault. <laughs> you guys did great work. Despite the challenges, the team pushed ahead. You guys did great work. Delivering an early Christmas for the children of Ikwezi Lokusa. Ah, it's amazing. Within hours, what were once depressing dormitories were transformed into inviting children's bedrooms. Thanks to our dedicated card blanche viewers. <laughs> Time running out, Razan led a team of painters into injecting some much-needed color into the communal dining hall. Despite the improvements, we knew our efforts wouldn't solve the more significant issues at the school. No, I know that. Those are the little wait, 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 wait. We confronted Mtima about what, if anything, had been done since our last investigation. We came here and exposed gross human rights violations by staff at Ikwezi Lokusa. What's been done about that? 
In fact, we noted those subsequent to that, there's been a, a numerous, um, numerous trainings, workshops and everything. Workshops? Have any of the staff been taken to disciplinary process? There are legal processes that we are, that we are undertaking because we do not want a situation where they do this and then at the end of the day, they get away with it. Despite being told that the beds would be demolished and replaced last month, there'd been no change to any of the infrastructure, not even a replaced toilet seat. In tw the department made promises to us in 2018. We came back in 2023. Those promises were not implemented. Now we've come back two months later and we've seen nothing has, has been done. There has been a process, a process that we are following, that we started. For instance, I'll, I'll start with this. Uh, the issue of uh, infrastructure. Mr. Ntima, the infrastructure because issue is not getting attention. Mr. Ngapai said the beds would be demolished during the October holidays. Mm. That has not happened. Again, the department has not when, kept its when promise. We need to ensure that the landlord is aware so that when we demolish, it does not take us to court. So you didn't demolish the beds because you were afraid you might be legally obligated to rebuild the brick beds? We've heard that after our broadcast of our previous story, there are people here who are traumatized. Yes, we, we were told that there were, there were colleagues that, that needed a psychosocial support. Staff were traumatized, not the children. Thank you, Mr. Mtima. It's been a dynamic and engaging interview. Good luck. Uh, good luck on, the, on trying to solve the issues at the school. I have to promise you we'll be back. It was finally time to reveal all the toys to the children. Come, come, boy. Come, boy. Come inside. We may not have solved all of the problems at Ikwezi Lakusa, but for these few hours, these kids get to be kids again. Certainly no good deed goes unpunished. We'd like to thank Razan and all the volunteers who made the day possible and all our listeners who put up their hands and offered their assistance to these children. Following our latest visit to the school, the Eastern Cape Department of Basic Education sent a task team to Ikwesi Lokusa to determine what needs to be done to address the many human rights violations at the school. Whether anything will come of it remains to be seen, but know that we will be there to give you all the latest updates. Have a story to share with us? Head on over to the Carte Blanche website and click on the Tip Us Off tab. Who knows, it could be on a future episode of Carte Blanche the podcast, available on Spotify and all major platforms.